Good evening. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you to our band. Now, you're going to hear, let me just go ahead and say since it's happening behind me, you're going to hear the sounds that you would hear in an airport or on an airplane, sometimes unexplainable, like the ones we just heard. But I'll give instructions for a few minute, in a few minutes about the prompts that you'll need to listen to that will move you from country to country on our journey tonight. But let's open up with a word of prayer. First of all, I started to say thank you to our band. Could you thank them with me for all their hard work this week? God, we praise you and we thank you uh, for, again, as, as we have throughout this week, your abundance in our lives, the freedom and the access to we, we have to you as our Savior and to your people, and that we can come together and fellowship and worship you freely and, again, with hearts of gratitude because of the abundance that you've poured out on us. And in this missions week, God, we, we pray that you would continue to turn our hearts and our minds uh, to your call in our lives to be part of spreading the truth of your message and the hope of your eternity to people around the world. And we thank you for choosing us to be a part of that. Go before us in everything that we do this evening. Help us to enjoy ourselves, the food that uh, we will enjoy, and inspire our hearts for you in fresh and in new ways. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, let me do this. We're going to go ahead and let people keep filing into their seats because in just a couple minutes, you're going to be released to five different countries that you're going to experience over the next hour, a little bit more than an hour, okay? So I'm going to get right to instructions uh, and then we're going to come back in here a little bit later on. Take out the passport that looks like this that you received on the way in, and this is important, and inside of it there's a boarding pass that looks like this. Go ahead and take that out, and on it is listed uh, five different destinations. And then at the end it should say, return to terminal. This is the terminal, okay? So in a couple minutes, we're going to have an announcement from a flight attendant, and you're going to be released. And so I want you to look at the top country on your boarding pass, okay? And there is a coinciding door to the terminal right there. It says departing to Guatemala. So if it says Guatemala, that's the door that you go out in a minute, okay? And then you're going to, every 12 minutes, be prompted to go to the next country. So you're going to spend 12 minutes in each country. In that country, you'll, be, you'll get to experience that. you get to eat. You'll get to do some different activities and this kind of thing. And, and, and then you will be prompted to go to... So kind of keep an eye on your clock, or on your watch, and then you'll move to the next. Now, obviously, we're not all going at once, so it's going to be staggered. If you're with a family member and you got a different boarding pass than them, then just jump in together. We don't want to break up families. That was unintentional, okay? Now, uh, there will be there'll be an announcement, as I said, to prompt you to, to move to the next destination. Everything goes clockwise, all right? But don't you don't don't you don't have to, to count on your sense of direction necessarily. There will be uh, there will be uh, tour guides throughout to tell you. So stop and ask somebody with a tour guide badge on where you're supposed to go next. But you'll go from country to country around the building clockwise, okay? And they're all listed there. Does anybody not understand that? Excellent. No one, everyone's afraid to admit they, no. So, so, so that's how it goes. Now this is important. At the end, when you're leaving a country, 
there will be someone there to stamp your boarding pass. Now, you're going to want to do that, okay? And there's a very simple quiz question for you or something about your experience that you'll need to say to that person. And if you say it correctly, you get your boarding pass stamped and then you go back. I'm just going to say this. You'll want to get your boarding pass stamped in every country, okay? That's it. All right. I think that it's just about... Now, listen. The other thing is return to the terminal, okay? Because we're going to worship a little bit more. We're sending off and commissioning some missionaries from Timberline. So we're going to close our time together with some pretty significant time, praying over some people that have been called out of missionaries as missionaries and also praying over our guest missionaries, okay? I went over time already. I've screwed up everything. So, uh, so you're going to lose a minute in your first country, okay? In just a moment, you're going to hear your first announcement from our f- flight attendant, and you're dismissed to go to your first country. This... You are dismissed. We'll see you back here at 7.15. And thanks for traveling. How was it? The bummer is, I wish you guys knew, and, and see now... Our teams are serving the children. So the children, you'll see them passing by the terminals here, are going through those stations. And so they can't be in here to thank them. But those that you know here from Timberline, please take the opportunity uh, over the next few days, weeks, months to thank them. These teams have worked tirelessly for months to put this together. And we're so grateful. This is the best missions team, I think, in the world. And uh, thank you for coming and participating, and thank them when you get when you get a chance. I'm going to talk kind of fast because I want to get you out of here on time tonight. But there's a couple things that we want to do, and the first is just to say this: mission th- this month of March is an opportunity for us as a missions team to look back and to look forward very prayerfully at what God is doing. And I want you to know that missions at Timberline really is that. It's a prayerful endeavor. It's a response to to a lot of prayer. And God, where are you leading us? And when I look back at the last year, um, it, it's a year that God has opened a lot of doors and answered the prayer, God, where do you want us to be? In this community, And through our church partnerships in other parts of the world, where do you want us to be there? And I don't have time to explain all the answers to those prayers, but but I've seen a pattern, and I'm so grateful for it. And our message here this weekend uh, on this campus at at, at Timberline Fort Collins kind of really, really kind of portrays that pattern. And that is that, that God has not only opened those doors and let us into space, 
and, and you've heard some of the stories, if you had a chance to go to any of the missionary chats during the weeknights going all the way back to last Wednesday night, you heard stories of, of people in other communities that God has raised up. And, and the, the, the phrase that we used this weekend was oaks of righteousness, unlikely candidates that God raised up to be leaders, people whose lives were broken. And I think of Pastor Araceli, who was with us tonight over here at this table, a pastor of our partnership in Guatemala. And she shared her story last night as a person who, who, whose life was broken and shattered as a child. As a, as a fatherless child and, and, a, and a, a very difficult upbringing, and, who's, and, who, and who even as an adult, as a, as a pastor in her country, because she's a woman, has been ostracized and, and not accepted, uh, even in, in that world. But God has taken her brokenness, and, and some of you have seen, and begin to take the wholeness now of her life and poured it out into the lives of hundreds and hundreds of people in the community in the, in the roughest zone, Zone 6 in Guatemala City. And I could tell a whole bunch more stories of, of like that in our global partnerships. But then even in our own community, when we, these doors that God has opened, whether we're talking about the Murphy Center for Hope, whether we're talking about Genesis Project and that new birth on the north side of town, whether we're talking about uh, uh, the, the flood and fire relief that God has left us, led us into in this community, the, the work in, in trailer parks, as we have just said, God, would you open doors? We've begun to see, and I believe that God is leading us into a season where we will see God raise people up like Pastor Araceli, who are unlikely candidates, persons, people that you wouldn't choose people that you wouldn't choose to be those that God is going to do great things through. And so I would ask you to pray with us as we look forward. When I look forward, that's what I think of. And I could tell you some of those stories that have started to happen. Dancers that have come back to the Genesis Project building because Joy Coles, Pastor Rob's wife, just kept pursuing them and calling and saying, we're still here. We love you. We want to pray for you. We want to just have coffee or lunch. And so ladies from that church are now meeting on a weekly basis with a group of those ladies that have come back and said, what are you doing? What's this all about? Why are you still pursuing us? I believe that those ladies will be those unlikely candidates that God will raise up as oaks of righteousness. And now I'm going to start preaching, so I'm going to stop. But we could go on and on and on. So please pray that way, because I believe that's where we're going, is we're obedient to what God is doing uh, here in this community and through our church partnerships in other parts of the world. One of the hardest parts of being a missions pastor here is to say thank you because we have teams of leaders who work tirelessly year-round and they don't stop. And so there just aren't times that I can just stop and say, hey, let's all go have a barbecue so I can say thank you or whatever. It just happens all the time. Missions is happening every day through Timberline Church, through people who are working in the local community and around the world, through UCount, through Orphan Care, through our local missions, all kinds of other things. So I do want to take a moment and I want to ask you to to help me, just to thank some folks. And again, you're going to have to thank a lot of our leaders who are out uh, still working with the kids at, at another time. But if you are a missions leader in any way, and you're here, and I'm going to ask you to keep standing because I'm going to ask different groups to stand so that you can uh, say thank you with me. But if you're one of our missions leaders, 
Uh, that would include the Taco Tuesday group. Some of you guys are, what are you going to talk about Taco Tuesday? You don't need to know. But a lot of our leaders come and we work over lunch on Tuesdays. If you're part of that group in any way, would you stand? Don't applaud yet. Okay, Carrie, Sarah. Now see, some of these guys, I'm going to have to go like grab them by the sleeve and make them stand up. Oh, good. Thank you, Dick. Now, trip leaders, if you're part of a, if you've led a trip or you're leading a trip in the coming year or in the last couple of years or, or a co-leader or any part of a trip, thank you, Jenica. Okay. Any of the life stage, thank you, Daryl, missions leaders uh, that are leading missions and being the connector in their life stage, uh, singles or, or, or youth or young adults or that kind of thing. You count. If you're a volunteer with you count, would you stand up in any way? Thank you. Orphan care. Thank you. Missionary care and prayer. You're part of the team that prays on a regular basis for our missionaries or, or writes them and cares for them in different ways. Local missions or serve 6.8. If you're a volunteer or have volunteered in any way with local missions or serve 6.8. Or this event, you put time, most of them aren't going to be in this room, but you put time into helping to plan this event. Okay, now the, everybody except the holdouts who I'm going to, I'm going to give them a noogie afterwards because they didn't stand up. Would you please express your appreciation to these folks with me? Thank you so much for pouring yourselves out on a, on a, on a regular basis. And I, I feel so blessed to work and to partner with all of you. Karen Bauer walked out the back of the room. And when I see her again, we're going to stop and you're going to thank her for everything that she has done. Things like this with all kinds of moving parts give me nightmares. Like I don't sleep at night. And she has planned this thing for months and did an amazing job. And I will grab her and interrupt whatever we're doing when I see her walk by uh, a door again. Thank you for thanking them with me. I want to invite uh, Gwen Kovac and Carrie Stewart to come up real quick. We're going to do, we're going to pray over, and I'm asking you to join me through, pray over some guest missionaries and some folks that we're sending out. But before we do, I want to especially thank the two of these ladies, and they're going to help us with the commissioning um, for, for a number of things that they do for us. But before we do that, I'm going to ask Sean Cherry, actually, Abriella, come up here real quick. I want you to reach in here and dig around real quick. Like, like, here. I'm going to... Now just reach down in there deep and pull one of those books out. Okay. Stephanie Jones. Stephanie, come on over here and see Jenica. Stephanie uh, has a scholarship for any trip in 2014 or the, or the first half of 2015. Thank you very much, and thank you all for participating. And we won't say what trip. You get to choose. Awesome. Thank you very much. Okay, I almost forgot that. Okay. All right. Can you guys come over here real quick? The, uh, Gwen, many of you know, Gwen uh, was sent out from Timberline Church just a few years ago. We, it's not important how many years. It might have been a couple decades ago. Uh, and she has represented Timberline Church with excellence and with love and compassion and godliness for a long time. We are so blessed. We celebrated a couple years ago you coming back. 
And I remember thinking, okay, we need to give her a couple months just to kind of get used to the culture again. But, but she began to come around and say, okay, what, what can I do? How can I serve people in the community? She is so active in serving people, especially Spanish-speaking people in our community. Yesterday afternoon, I called her with five minutes' notice. We ended up, we, have, we replaced a mobile home in one of the trailer parks, a family, a single mom with six kids, three of them blind and uh, cerebral palsy. And our teams have been working tirelessly for months to replace this trailer put them in this beautiful, beautiful place. And we got to call it the last minute because it got ahead of us. And she came over and we had this blessing prayer with the Spanish-speaking family. And I'll start crying if I keep talking about it. But that's, that's who Gwen is. She loves to do that. Carrie, who, who I, we could talk all day about all the stuff that Carrie does. But these two ladies are, 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 are prayer pillars for missions and for our church. And I am so grateful to both of you. And I would ask you to thank me or them with me for all that they do. Okay. We have had, and and most of them have stayed for tonight, we've had some missionary guests this week. And I'm going to ask Will and Kathy Horton to come up, missionaries to Mexico, and Pastor Araceli from Guatemala City, Guatemala, and John Kosky from uh, Dearborn, Michigan, to come up. And, you, and you've had a chance to meet them in the mall through the weekend and different nights, so we're not going to go through all that. But we want to pray over them. And I'm going to ask Pastor Derry if he would come up and just lead us in a prayer. And uh, I meant to grab a handheld mic. Oh, here it is. Uh, so could you guys stand behind them, and Pastor Derry's going to... Now, as Pastor Derry's coming up, I've asked them in 15 seconds to share with you one thing that we can remember to pray for them. Not just tonight, but I do want you to remember by them by name. And what they share with us in 15 seconds that you can continue to pray for them. Will? I would just, I would just ask that you would pray for protection and favor for our, all of the people we partner with there. Our ministries we partner with. All of them. Excellent. Thank you. John? Pray for more workers for the Muslim world, and they're getting saved due to assurance of salvation, loving Christians, um, assurance of salvation, close and growing relationship with God through Jesus, and dreams and visions. Thank you. I want to say the honor, the glory, and the praise is for the Lord. And all the rest come an added blessing. Amen. Amen. Pastor Derry, could you pray for us? First of all, thank you all for the work that you do all the time. We are, we are so grateful that you represent us in other parts of the world. And we just want to take this time to extend our hands and, and to pray over you guys. Amen. Let's pray together. Would you join me? Lord, we thank you so much for people who are willing to walk away from the comforts they've known and to walk into a mission field that at times can be confusing, can be dangerous, it can be uh, challenging. Lord, we know that these missionaries have been called by You. They've been set apart by Your Spirit. And we thank You. And as a church, we take very seriously this moment of laying our hands on them and praying over them and asking You for favor in their communities. 
that many would come to know You and love You and serve You through their work and service and friendship. Lord, we pray for the finances in their budgets, for the needs that they have. We pray, Lord, for favor in the community, for the leaders of the communities that they live in and serve in. Remind us, Lord, every one of us in this room, to be prayerful over these missionaries. We thank You that they've taken the time to be with us. We ask that You cover them by Your strength and Your mercy, Your love. May Your words fill their mouth. May Your presence fill their bodies. May they speak truth in love. We thank You. We bless them. We commission them. We send them out. Help them to know they're not just going somewhere, but they are being sent by the power of God and by a church like this and many others as well. In Your mighty name we, we pray this. And everybody said, Amen. 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 You know, one... Yeah, let's say thanks. Yeah. Stay here. One of the... Thank you all so much. Um, I, I, I don't see them, and they may not be here, but if they are, I, I don't want to embarrass them. But is Tyler and Paige here? Did they make it back in the room? Just wave at me if you're in here. Okay. No big deal. Never mind. Okay. Can you stay here for a minute? Now I'm going to ask you guys, Sarah and Jenica, come on up. I'm going to ask you guys to stay and to pray over uh, two young ladies who uh, have been on this journey for many months. Some of you have heard their stories last Wednesday night. You'll hear it more in the coming months. But that God has called them to go out and to go to Africa and to serve uh, in missions. They've both been on shorter trips to kind of scout this out. Sarah is going to Uganda to work with a ministry there called Rahab, Sarah Miles. Jenica is going to Zimbabwe. Some of you know Larry and Rhonda Allen, Timberline missionaries for a long time. We've been, done trips there to support them. Jenica is going to work with them for at least two years. And we want to commission them and send them out. And Gwen and Carrie have both been a part of mentoring them in the last couple of years, really, to prepare them as they've been on this journey of searching God. And so Gwen is going to do a commissioning. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Sarah and Jenica, both of you are returning to areas of the world that are known by you and the people that have already become dear to your heart. Carrie is going to give you a memory. It's a beautiful, delicate heart necklace. It represents your heart for God, our Timberline heart of love and support for you, and a constant reminder that with tender, loving care, you are daily sowing seeds of faith in hearts who need his touch. Pastor Mark is going to be handing to you a gift that was especially bought for you, a small, compact, slimline Bible, so you can carry it in your back pocket, your backpack, wherever, that you will always have with you. This book of treasures with words of life and truth was expressly bought for you. And it's one part of our divinely inspired Word of God, which is your key to personal success, Jenica, Sarah. And I have to add something that's not in the notes, but Sarah, you are the Barnabas of Jenica. And I think that touched me so greatly to know that you too have a relationship as a Barnabas. 
Sarah and Jenica, we commission you to share the good news by taking his light to Uganda, Sarah, and Jenica to Zimbabwe. We commission you by the power of the Holy Spirit to build bridges and restore broken walls. We commission you to go with the living word of encouragement as you work with the local churches in rebuilding broken lives. We commission you to throw out the lifeline of hope as the repairer of shattered dreams. These ideas come from Isaiah 58:12. We love you and we'd like to pray for you. And I'm going to pray in Spanish. That's the better language. So if <laughs> Can you guys lay hands on Sarah and Jenica as we And I forgot one thing. Excuse me. I'm not real good at reading. Um, do you accept this commission, Sarah? Do you, Jenica? I knew you'd say that. <laughs> oh, Padre, gracias. Gracias, Señor, por tu amor. Gracias por estas jóvenes, Padre, que tú estás llevando, Señor, a otras partes del mundo. Gracias, Señor, porque ellos te han escuchado tu palabra, tu llamado. Bendícelas, protéjalas, cuídelas, guárdalas como la niña de tus ojos. Y, Señor, ayúdanos a nosotros siempre recordar de orar por ellas y de recordar, Señor, de orar también por las niñas donde van a estar trabajando. Te alabamos, te glorificamos y la bendecimos, Señor, en el nombre del Padre, Hijo y Espíritu Santo. Amén. Amén. Thank you again, you guys. You can be seated. Can you thank all of these guys again for... Okay, I'm behind, so we're going to fast forward to the end to get you out of here on time. Pastor Derry, this weekend on this campus, and I know uh, others on, at the Windsor campus, uh, challenged you, uh, as we do at, at every time this year, to give uh, and to give back to God. And you guys, I again, I I don't have time to go through. I there there is there 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 is there are so many patterns in Scripture that link. The power of God through His people to their generosity. I believe, I say all the time, that every local church is a sleeping giant. And my favorite parts of Scripture in both the Old Testament and the New Testament are these times, these times that are described in detail, where God's people break out in generosity for the poor, for the lost, for people who are separated from God in different ways. And God does miraculous things in the individual lives of people in that community and in churches. And there is, the, there is this undeniable link between joy and fulfillment and generosity. You can't separate the two. I love my favorite, my favorite part of traveling to other parts of the world and being in other churches is seeing some of the churches even that, that Ron Bueno described here on this campus this weekend are churches who have nothing, people who are poor, who are are struggling to put food on the tables for their children. But God stirs in their heart and they begin to give in their community in ways that sacrificially, in ways that would never make sense to us as North Americans because it just doesn't add up. Why would you give away when you don't have enough to provide for yourself? And God begins to do something in that church. And they're the happiest people I've ever met. 
And, and the same is true here for us as North Americans. When God really begins to take a hold of our hearts and we begin to give sacrificially in, in, in ways that, that, that make a difference in other parts of the world, uh, fulfillment and joy, we're connected with the fulfillment and the joy of God in a way that we never can before. And so we will always continue to challenge you. I thank you as a church, for your generosity and what we are able to do around the world. And I want to challenge you to begin to continue to give. There is a faith promise card on the table in front of you. Uh, Please take that. Some of you uh, were able to do that this weekend, but we want to keep this in front of you. There's a bag on the middle of your table, and I'm going to invite the worship team to come for a closing song. And as they play this closing song, I want to challenge you uh, one more time. And some of you have already done this, and I'm so grateful. But if you haven't, uh, take this out. And I want you to consider, even during this song, God, what could I do? What could you be stirring my heart to do? It's self-explanatory. There's two different ways to give. One through a one-time offering. You could leave a check or an offering here, and, and our leaders will collect it immediately afterwards. Or you could indicate a faith promise. And this is what a faith promise is, you guys. It's just a, it's a time every 12 months. And, and if you've already given a faith promise, we ask that you would do it again because we, we kind of record it as a 12-month commitment. Uh, and that you would say, God, what, how could you stretch me? What could I do? Maybe it's a number that doesn't make sense for you. It doesn't, it's, it's truly a faith promise. It's a step of faith to say, God, I'm trusting you to provide that I can meet this every month. And I want to challenge you unapologetically to do that and to see what God can do in your life. And so I, we, we, that, that is between you and God. By the way, it's worth saying we don't follow up on this. We don't contact you and, and to, to track whether you're giving your faith promise. This is a faith promise that's between you and God. We record a whole number, as Pastor Darius said before, so that we can budget accordingly for, for new missionaries and that kind of thing. But this is not something that we contact you about and track your your faith promise. But we really want you to prayerfully consider that. Again, if you want to take this with you, talk with family members, pray more about it. And any time during the month of March, turn that in during a weekend service or during the week. We would love to have you do that. Our worship team is going to sing one more time. And during that song, I'd ask you to reflect and to consider what might, God might be stirring you uh, to give or, or in the form of a gift or a faith promise. God, we praise you and we thank you for your generosity in our lives. And God, our, our giving is really a reflex. It's just that. It's a response to your, the gift of grace in our lives. And so we do that generously and sacrificially, trusting in you and in your goodness in our lives. In Jesus' name.